All right. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I am your movement motivation, movement motivator and your passion instigator, Paulette Reese-Denis, here with you for yet another round as we move into the new year. Oh my goodness, I can't believe this. I've been doing this for three years. Woo! I love that, right? Love that. So happy new year, y'all. And I have a couple of special guests today. I'm really excited to have Lisa and Christine on our show with us today. So welcome, Lisa Brum. And Thank you. Christine Aronson. And um, they do amazing work in the world. And it blows my mind. And I usually cry a lot. <laughs> and Lisa takes years. <laughs> so Lisa started a company called My Financial Girlfriend. And it, her, she can tell you more about it, but her philosophy around money and women entrepreneurs, especially, um, uh, is just a completely different take on money and investments and, and how we work with our money as business owners and as women. Um, and so one night she was on a stage <laughs> at a networking event that I was at. And all of a sudden she came out with my financial girlfriend and that started her new business. So she'd been in the banking investment industry for a long time before that. And I'm going to let her tell you that, but that's my take on it. And then Christine has been working with her for, I don't know how long. Like eight, I think eight, eight years. Holy yeah. So that's so beautiful. So I want to let Christine um, and Lisa tell you a little bit more about what they do because it's, it's really groundbreaking and it's really different. And it's something that has moved me as someone who is not good with money. Although I'm changing that, changing my story. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, welcome and thanks you guys for both being here together. That's super fun that you're both here. And Lisa, what's going on? We are moving and shaking too. So I thought that was very appropriate that you're the movement motivator. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we aren't even in our third year of being a My Financial Girlfriend. And the, the changes that I hope and that we hope as we work together in this industry is that I think people have have been brainwashed, if you will. I think people don't even think about using a financial advisor or working with a financial advisor because I have this really strong burning uh, belief, and people can prove me wrong, but the industry really is very dysfunctional in the sense that they're, they're money-shaming us. We're not valued. We don't have any worth. They only want to work with us if we have half a million dollars to invest today. We drop off their call-off list if we don't. And so I want to break that habit of the Americans thinking that they don't even deserve the right to work with someone that they absolutely do. They should be working with a licensed professional. And in fact, there's been studies uh, that show that you actually can increase your, your overall growth in any of your portfolios if you work with a financial advisor. And so we want to even make that even more icing on the cake because now you get a financial girlfriend too. Mm -hmm. Love that. 
So, yes. I, so much, so much. <laughs> what are the financial girlfriends your husband can brag about? <laughs> That's great. Absolutely. You could have, you could like make bumper stickers. <laughs> yes, t-shirts. Everybody's wearing a girlfriend t-shirt. That's my goal. <laughs> and so what, what, seriously, what motivated you to, to make the switch from where you were to what you're doing now? Yeah. Um, I know that I've always been the unicorn because I'll come out of conference rooms with tissue boxes and a notepad. And most people think that I'm telling them really bad news or that, you know, that it, it, maybe it's for me because, you know, I, I, I don't know. I could never, they could never figure me out. I was always that oddball that was hugging people in the lobby. And, um, and honestly, all I've ever wanted in my, in my, you know, my rant about women not making enough money, we get the short end of the money stick. I've always been that person in that room of financial advisors. And when I literally stepped on that stage, as you were saying, it was a moxie stage here in Portland. This person literally drug me off of my desk and spreadsheets to go network. Like, who figured? Go figure. I had a very comfortable existence. I was doing great. Um, but when she came in and asked for help because she was new to the industry, instantly loved her. I helped her, right? So together, we really became this force where, um, you know, she drug me to this Moxie event. I had no idea. I was like, oh, everybody's just going to pass the business cards around and try to sell each other stuff. When in fact, it was opposite. It was like a sorority. It was like already people, your instant friends. We were talking about our kids and our husbands more than we were talking about our businesses. In most cases, there was a wine bar. That's how she really got me there. <laughs> Truthfully. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> and so, um, uh, January 2015, uh, Moxie was doing a new thing by um, donating a dollar to get a ticket to be pulled up on stage to be, have a minute at the mic. And um, I had a $20 bill and nobody had changed. So I put 20 bucks in, plus the money went to a charity. And I thought nothing of it. And I was just casually in the very background and my name got pulled and I was like oh my goodness how could I have gotten myself into this pickle and I walked up to that stage and it really felt like I had cement around my feet and I was starting to do the night sweats down my back and I was like I can't believe she got me to come here and have to talk in front of like 200 business women and um and literally I had turned 50 the November before that January and I, and I knew there were other financial women in that audience. So I'm like, I am not going to do the regular speak that everybody's been taught to say. I'm just going to be Lisa. And so literally out of my mouth flew something similar to, hey, ladies, we're all in business. We're making coffee dates and lunch dates. We even go to the bathroom together and talk about our businesses. Why aren't you talking about money with your financial girlfriend? And oh, by the way, I'll be by the bar. <laughs> That's really what happened. And, um, and as she calls it, it was lightning strike because it was just like as true of a Lisa person could have come out. That's exactly how I always felt is that I was just, I'm always like, I'm the best girlfriend. I keep your secrets. I won't tell your husband if you're spending or tell your husband that you aren't spending. I mean, whatever it is. It's like it's a confidential, private conversation, and um, and girlfriends also share their best secrets, right? We're going to 
the in that our industry won't give you because you have to like kowtow to their you know superiority and so i want to flatten that field i want to collaborate i want people to feel they have the right to sit down with someone and just cash out questions and things that we're just never taught as kids or through schooling nobody you gravitate if you like it and you want to stay away from it if you have no idea what to do and so we want to change financial literacy we want to change people not getting divorced because of money that's like the top third reason why people get divorced and we want to change homelessness. I mean, there's just so many things that revolve around money that if we as a society start talking more healthy conversation and more wants for you than I want, I want for myself as much as I want for you, um, I want to change the world, babe. <laughs> it's, so, it's so important. And, you know, we do. It's so easy to get caught up in the stigma of money uh, unconsciousness. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but to to ignore money and to not uh not use it to our advantage or not or to be afraid to make money right right exactly and there's a lot of money shaming we talk a lot about that because we place so much value on whether we have or have not mm -hmm. um in our eyes when we sit down with someone their biggest asset is their income and, and as long as they're going to be on this planet, they're multimillionaires the minute they sit down with us. So we want them, yeah, we want them to have a lot of really just good resources and tools to use, and it's at their disposal. And I literally just spent an hour opening mail with a young woman who ran a business and it wasn't successful, and she's been avoiding her bills. And so we're part therapists. Um, I literally, she brought in a sack and we opened them and we put them and she had several bills from the same creditor and some of them had went to a collection and we shredded, we scanned them into my computer and then we shredded them. And I did the shredding on purpose because of what Lisa was explaining to you, the guilt, the shame, the and she left and she's going to have a good Christmas and, and we're going to move a step ahead. And she's already made a couple steps. Kind of plan. Everyone is valuable to us. Everyone. And we, I came to this as I was a medical rep, but I had always done three things with the same penny. And that's another one of our theories is yeah. what can we do with this money that the client has for the client? that can do three purposes. Uh, um, a life insurance plan that also gives them a long-term care rider that also gives them tax-free growth that they can use towards their kids' college. These are the types of things we like to do. So we're very, I mean, we're like a lot of women, but we are, we also are registered reps who have the ability to put these things in place for you. Well, and it's, I mean, I can't even tell you how much you have helped me you know, and it's just not something I ever wanted to approach and I didn't know how to approach and didn't know what to do and didn't have a lot to do anything with. And, but I mean, just tips and pointers and, and little clues and how to pay this and that. And, a, you know, it's just like, bam, so good. It's so good. But, you know, the thing is too, is that you're both so, you're both so loving and you're both so personable and you have so much fun. Um, and, and so you, you make it fun and you make it like, oh, 
oh, wow, I never knew, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I really appreciate that so much. And of course, I just love you both anyway, <laughs> which is why you're here, um, but doing these great things in the world. So I want to know, I want to go down a little bit more into your personal stuff. So, so Christine, what, what do you do? How does this motivate you? How, what do you do for yourself to stay motivated and how does the work motivate you? Uh, I, I hate the paperwork, and we do a lot. <laughs> Everything in life has its yin and yang. Um, but I live for the client meetings. Mm. I live for um, my last client who is going to have a good holiday, mm -hmm. even though she's nowhere near out of debt yet. Yeah. But we have a plan. And when people walk out and they have a plan and they're uplifted, and they're feeling better. And she had this great, so our first um, meeting, she was crying and hugging me. And this meeting, she left smiling and hugging me. And, you know, we'll just keep moving forward. And so, um, and our client before that was very money. And her biggest problem is, what am I going to do with all of this money? I have this giant commission check coming. And what is the most tax efficient thing to do with it? So we run the gamut. But all of them, um, appreciate us and we like that we're very mommy we're both moms and we <laughs> like helping people mm. and what about you lisa what 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 motivates you um i guess i come at it very similar i mean we're we're very much alike on this but um the one thing that i think about like when i wake up in the middle of the night it's like to me, it's like, I know that the validation that we get because we're unique, because our business model is not set up like any other financial firm out there. Um, I, I get the giggles and the inner fun about like, can't wait to get in again because there is that just the satisfaction and being validated that we're really making a difference in people's lives. We're really putting the rubber to the road, right? I mean, people... My meeting this morning was a, was more counseling than money, but it was about a husband and wife, and they just come at it two different opposite ways, and they're almost to the point where I think I mentioned even helping save, you know, when I said in a general way we want to help stop divorces, her, like, you know, her eyes kind of light up because I, they just don't talk to each other about money, and we're not taught that. And people think we're, that's singularly their, their issue. They think everybody else has great money and great ideas and does all the right things. When in fact, I, I think we work with 98% of the population that we all do stupid things with our money or have done them. And we know that it takes, it takes um, just looking at it in a different perspective. I always say, let's stake the ground today and always just know that we have a plan to move forward and, and we'll see the end result you know, come to fruition over a process. It's, it's, it's about retraining our mindset. Really, you had good things. You just didn't know how to put the puzzle pieces right. together. And that's where we blend all of the good stuff with the bad stuff. And we kind of throw all the emotions out the window once we can get down to what they have and how to make it more improved upon. Yeah, some of our, our most guilt-ridden clients, when they get to us, have had a lot of 
accents. But they still came in full of shame and guilt because they felt they should be farther along. So, you know, that uh, I learned the stake in the ground from Lisa. Yeah, it's just this is where you're at today and let's move forward. And make it better. Make it better and make it understandable. Right. And and that's big. That's huge. We are just so poorly educated. I have never I've never said, hey, does anybody here in the room think they're the most educated person around money? They all are like, no, we don't know anything. We learn it haphazard. Like there's no purpose or intent. Even when you take a money class in college or high school or whatever, it's just to get you to show you. Like in my case, I went to high school in the 80s. I mean, it was my money class that was required educational curriculum was this uh, baseball coach that just needed something to do until three, right? He was just like, he'd show us how to balance a checkbook. And I'm 16 years old and I'm like, I don't even know if I can own a checkbook until I'm 18. So what the hell is this gonna do for me, right? It's just, it's never has any relevancy. It's just like, it's book study versus life study. And we wanna be more on that life part of it. We wanna help people all along the way, you know? And I always say there's a lot of, lot of life to live between now and retirement. And I know people who've gone through multiple retirements, you know, it's like, you're going to have life. Let's just figure out what that looks like and all the flexibility and contingency plans that we have to make around so that you have enough when things happen, good or bad. And and we're big on networks. So we, we work with a client's uh, attorney, a client's CPA. We'll call and say, this is what we see for Paulette. Do you agree? Is this the right? And then we get their take because we're not CPAs. We have a tech brain, but um, and which is important in our industry. But we want to know what your CPA sees for you because they tend to be looking backwards at, and just making things accurate, you know, on your tax forms. And we want them to think, oh, how can we help Paulette avoid this tax in the year 2020? And so we'd like to work with teams of other professionals. And so we can provide the names of business coaches and, and health coaches and, you know, because of the networking that we do and the people that we service. Which is great. Yeah. Networking. So good. <laughs> Referrals and recommendations. I mean, it's just a beautiful way to support each other too and uplift each other. Good. Um, so I want to know, and Lisa, especially as you switched over to my financial girlfriend, um, what was what was hard? What was some of the obstacles that stopped you or got in your way or that you kicked ass and got rid of? <laughs> well, um, I'll say the very first thought that I had uh, that it was even going to be its own entity. Um, was the challenge that I even brought this idea as a possible marketing idea to bring more women into the industry as licensed professionals. There's only 16% women of all the advisors in the United States. And I think that's a really bad number because I also know as a woman who we are uniquely qualified to be that we know, we instinctually know a good deal, right? We know how to get the discount with discount and the 10% off that. 20%, 20%, whatever. We look for that stuff, right? We stretch dollars like no tomorrow. I just know that we know this instinctually. And um, so I brought this idea as a marketing idea to maybe I can mentor other women. I can 
train them under my system, which is an entire its own system of how to do this co um, co comprehensively, holistically. We just don't hang out in the investment world. It's a part of the plan, but it's not the plan. And um, like getting people out of debt or figuring out their cash flow or improving their tax situation. So, so all of those things is, are as part of the plan. So I brought this to the only other woman in the office at that time that was licensed was our branch manager. And I thought, oh, I can get her buy-in. And she really, you know, she, out of all this, would understand why bringing more women into this industry would be good. Um, I showed it to her in like January of 2017. Um, and, and it was all in a beautiful binder. I'd thankfully trademarked everything. It was all ready to go as this marketing idea that I was going to pitch to the third largest advisor firm on the planet, by the way. And, um, to, you know, she's like, oh, this is interesting. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. And I'm like, okay. So I walked back down to my office three months later. <laughs> she knocks on my door right before I'm heading out for spring break to my kid with my kids and my husband who's actually waiting for me in the car down below and I'm turning my computer off and I'm getting my purse and she's like, Oh, do you have a minute? I want to ask you. I need to talk to you real quick. And I'm like, okay. Just a minute. Hopefully cause Bill's waiting for me. <clears throat> Go down to her office and my binder sitting in her middle of her conference room table. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, like I totally forgot that I had done this because I hadn't heard anything. And she goes, you know, Lisa, I showed it to corporate. They love it. They want to roll it out third quarter. They, they'll take all of your credit, you know, I put a proposal together. They love everything about you paying your own way to all these different offices in AXA, oops, and um, working with other women and you, you cover all your own costs. Perfect. Great. Oh, and by the way, the only thing they want to change is they would like you to take a pay cut because, you know, it takes a lot of money to print out stuff. And I thought, um, yeah. Geez, the third largest company on the company. I don't know if I want to. Uh, hmm. I'll let you know. And I grabbed my binder and I went down to the car and the drive to the beach. My husband's face was scorched. <laughs> it was like I was just mad. I was really mad. So that first challenge of just even bringing something up that I thought was a good idea, obviously was a really smack and good idea. And um, that took me a month to change out broker-dealers, and here we are. So the biggest challenge is just, you know, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to know to advocate for yourself. You have to know that um, if it feels right here in the heart and in your gut and it puts fire in your belly, you know you've got something good. And so it wasn't too long before I'm calling this one, too, over that week of being on spring break and saying, okay. We're going to do this May 1st. Let's go. And just the, I mean, that in itself is huge. And then <laughs> actually do the work to make it happen. Yeah. Right. And usually it can take up this, you know, five to six months to move from brokers to get yourself all settled and ready to go. And it took, I mean, I, I was really hot to do it, obviously, because it only took us 30 days to start <laughs> May 1st was our was our day of opening the doors here so 
So yeah, I mean, there's always challenges every day. We're always trying to circumvent this or help person do that with another way. Uh, we, we, you know, Christine is the right hand as far as the operations at the back of the office and she's constantly making phone calls and they're telling her they need this signature, that dot or this cross T. And, you know, we're constantly just trying to, you know, work within a corporate system when we're the unique animals in the room, right? So um, yeah, it, it, turning a big ship like the financial industry around is is arduous at best, um, but we are kind of doing some pretty cool things. We're, we're blowing up compliance officers' minds left and right because they don't understand this. They don't understand like, how is it she can have a movie night and a manicure night and not want to talk about mutual funds. They just don't understand what we're doing, you know, so. so. So I know what you're talking about, but why don't you tell our people what you're talking about? So all of our events, anything that we do as a, a company, when we bring people together, it's about community. It's about having fun. It's about being a party. Yeah. Like we've just figured out a new way in 2020 that we're going to have a party about filling out paperwork. <laughs> we're going to have a party about <laughs> drinking wine and talking about, you know, retirement, no matter how far it is. Uh, we want to just, we want to make it approachable. We want people to realize that it isn't, you're not going to be judged. There's, it's a shame-free zone. We want people to openly. That's, that's important. Wow. Shame-free zone. That's good. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> Shame free, no shame, nope. Uh, and you are enough, and your worth is what you are worthy. You're worthy of having an advisor, a licensed person who will sit down and talk with you and make it fun, right? And, it, and I love that. I, mean, I love that you're bringing the community together, and you're you know having wine tasting or you know facials or yeah. we have jewelry parties because we yeah. like the bling you know i got the jewel we, we want to also support other women in business so we we have beautiful office spaces that are very it's a co-working um situation where it's very much sex in the city meets urban chic and um we want to show it off but we want women to feel we just had um an event last week with one of our friends who is a transformational coach and it's, we sat it, and we have a little couch area, so we kind of set it around, the, they have a Christmas tree right now, and so it was just warm, intimate, where people could really, didn't know each other, but we could talk really openly about it. Those are the environments, that's how we think. We want people to lean in and want to come back. So why not give them some food and drinks and have some really serious, good conversation? Yeah. Awesome, yeah, you're totally gonna, you're gonna change the whole financial world. Thank you. They're starting to get an inkling about this. We go to our, our big educational meetings and the men my age are sitting there like this because they're telling them we crack up. We just keep yeah. shooting each other looks because they're, they're trying to tell people to do what we do. They're saying, talk to your clients about their health. Talk to them about aging in place. We do this. Yeah. Every day we talk about, you know, what will make them whole as a human being, as a person, what are their dreams? What are, and, you know, you talk to some of these guys and I'm not going to say every male advisor is this way. That would be unfair and untrue, but a lot of them are numbers guys and investment guys and that's all they want to do. 
Well, and that's the way right? So they're kind of just doing the same thing over and over and over again instead of trying to, to think outside the box. Right. Yeah. Right. What do they use their money for, right? Yeah. So we have, um, in fact, we were just, you were just made me think that we have uh, the other side of that too is that clients just really appreciate that, like, you know, we're getting, we're getting so full and booked up that we are working with, you know, the sons and the daughters and the, and the and mother. Come back. Come back. You're frozen, you guys. Hmm. Okay. You totally froze. Can you hear me? Can you type in the chat box if you can hear me? Oh, there you are. Okay, sorry. That's all right. So where were we? <laughs> generational, did you get any of the generational? Uh, you just started to say we're working with the sons and daughters. Yeah, so we're getting a lot of um, the alignment that we have is that people want us to teach others in their circle of influence about the stuff that we're teaching them. And um, so I, you know, I am ever so grateful. Both of us are very appreciative. We have full book schedules where it's, it's insanely awesome in so many ways. Um, but we're, we plan on growing. We plan on having other offices. We want more financial girlfriends so that we uh, can help more people. Now, now, weren't you guys just in LA? Right. Do, do you have a, a branch down in LA now? Yeah. Well, it's not a full branch yet, but we are working. And the person who's down there is a fully licensed lady who, um, who also came to us uh, through previous work relationships, and um, she wants what we have because it works so well with her family and her group and her community. Um, so she's in training and she's doing all the things that she needs to do to set up an office. It's going to, it's, she's, yeah. So we're going, I'm going down there. She's coming up here. Um, and she'll be our first beta person out of the state. But, um, between the two of us, we're licensed in 12 different states. And so we have the ability to work, uh, virtually like this. Um, but we also want to look and have feet on the ground in those areas and communities. Love it. Yeah. Oh, I can so see you just spreading like wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> fun. Super fun. Yes. Oh, man. The, the Someday we'll want to retire. So we do need, we need some other people to help yeah. us keep this right. legacy going. Yep. <laughs> the well, industry, you know, the industry is such that it, it is really kind of cruel to a, to a young advisor. And so one of the things we want to do um, cruel. It, it, it's commission only. Um, and so people tend to, even if they go in with the most integrity, they feel pressured. They are pressured to have people sign up different, you know, products, etc. Um, and so one of the things we want to do is give a, a young girl who is licensed a salary teach them the My Financial Girlfriend method of always person over product mm -hmm. and, and theories and tools above everything and strategies and so that they can calmly do the right thing and grow with us and, you know, get some more young blood in the office. 
And so that's what we're looking to do in 2020. Excellent. Sounds good. Excellent. I love that. And I, you know, it's something in, uh, similar to where I'm at with my business as I've been in my business for over 30 years. And, and how do you, how do you pass it on? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, how do you certify people or pass on the legacy or teach the others how to do what you do and teach the leaders and teach, you know, so it's, it's a very exciting uh, it's not really a dilemma. It's just an exciting next step. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, it's really exciting for you guys to see you have that kind of growth potential and, and to see women who would be excited about, you know, filling your shoes to be doing the same stuff, Yeah. you know, to help others like that. Cause it's, and then you'll change the whole way. Everyone looks at money. I love it. We'll share our secrets to the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You know, they don't need to be secrets, right? Right. Just tools and methods and ideas and inspirations and, and, uh, we can all have money and make money and, and give money and do money. We can do money. Oh, I, I do remember what I was going to say about women. If we make enough money and we know that we're taking care of with our and taking care of our family as well, when there's extra, we give, we give, right? We give to the community. We find our cause that we want to put our support and energy towards and money towards. So I think uh, good women with good money will do really good things. And we want to help support that and put those, those people into their roles, right? So they can do their best best work before before I became an advisor my husband got very upset with me because I would give at the end of the year to several charities and he didn't mind that I gave to the charities he didn't like the fact that he it was in a lump and so I developed a thing and I budget out and it's in the the family budget and every month x charity gets x amount and it's very easy to, you know, for your taxes then, and the charities love it because they know they're getting it every month. And so that's a, something I've helped clients with. If you really want to give money, put it into your budget and just do it monthly instead of doing it once a year. Sorry. <laughs> and that way um, it's a little bit easier to manage and you can feel good about it. Right. So, I mean, what, how great does that make you feel? And to do it monthly like that. Wow, that's really cool. Hmm. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Wow. You guys, thank you so much for, for spending some time with me here on Heart and Hustle. And both of you together, powerhouse women. <laughs> need some cuffs. I yeah, her, her. we'll just go high five. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I love you guys and uh, have an amazing uh, holiday coming up, although this will be seen after the holidays, but it'll be the okay. first of the year. It'll be the first of the year. It'll be awesome. And um, I'll put in everyone out there in our viewer land and listener land, I'll put all their links so you okay. can go check out my financial girlfriend. And Lisa and Christine, thank you so much for Thank you. Thank you, Paulette. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs>